Detroit, Michigan. February 1994. In some neighborhoods, narcotics trafficking is a way of life. And drug busts by the local police are routine. This raid is anything but routine. The men ask the resident where he keeps his drugs and money. He refuses to talk, confident that police officers would never hurt him. that officers broke into his home, assaulted him, then stole money and jewelry. The patrolmen know the resident is a local narcotics dealer. They also know there were no drug raids scheduled for that address. Could these home invaders be rogue cops? The incident is part of a wave of excessively violent home invasions plaguing Detroit. Averaging more than one a week, they spread fear throughout the city. The invaders leave no useful evidence behind. In June 1994, the newly formed Safe Streets Violent Crimes Task Force dedicates itself to putting an end to the terror. It is comprised of Detroit police detectives and FBI agents, including Special Agent Michael Kosanovich. We really were determined to solve these violent home invasions. Initially, we were aware of, of approximately 50 home invasion robberies from the beginning of 94 up through June of 94. They were fairly violent. They involved shootings, sexual assaults, Investigators begin by searching for connections between the numerous invasions. Detroit police officer Tom Dunai. We took a look at all the police reports that were taken over the previous two or three months. Uh, we analyzed them, we broke them down into the MOs and exactly what these perpetrators were doing on each one. Investigators identify a recurring method used in the attacks, according to Special Agent Bob Pertuso. The gang used a dynamic approach that law enforcement officers use when they execute a search warrant or make an arrest to gain quick entry into a home and then take control of the occupants. They all wore uh, masks and they were all armed with semi-automatic pistols, assault rifles, MAC-10s. Based on this consistent M.O., the task force suspects that a single group is committing most of the invasions. We're able to narrow this down to, yes, it was a gang of about uh, anywhere from four to eight. Uh, the descriptions all fit the same. Uh, their M.O. was the same. Everything was the same on almost every home invasion. To gather more first-hand information, Investigators re-interview the victims of the home invasions. Dan, you had some excitement here the other day. They learn that most of them are involved in narcotics trafficking. I don't know. FBI Special Agent Michael Kosanovich is not surprised that dealers are reluctant to talk. 
they don't want to reveal the fact that they were selling drugs or conducting illegal activity out of that residence. Detective Sergeant Tom Barry tells the dealers that the task force has no interest in busting them for narcotics. People are getting raped. They're violent. We don't care about the drugs. We need your cooperation. About 90% of the time, uh, the drug guy come on board. You come on our team and say, hey, I deal my drugs. I know that's not right. Um, I'll tell you what I know about this case. Pose a gun at me, and I'm like, he's a cop, you know. Investigators discover that some home invasion victims are not drug dealers. These sometimes elderly people, they're, they're panicking, they're crying, they're begging. Got guns to the side of their head. Where's the dope? Where's the money? Where's the dope? Where's the money? There isn't any money. There isn't any dope. The gang has simply hit the wrong house. Realizing that there are no drugs or money, they turn violent. They have to. 